So whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, 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 or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. while we had that last episode with the husbands and then disappeared yep let's see what happened well the next week i was out of town were you no <laughs> no because i wasn't out of town over a friday right um i went out of town and then i got covid yeah. and i came home with covid and I had COVID that I didn't know yet. I uh, did I? No. Uh, the is that the day I found out I had COVID? Was that Friday? No, I had my flower party. In that. No. We, we did. We recorded on the twenty second, right? Yes. So then it was the flower party. Yeah, you got COVID up at the cabin. Which was your flower party? Yes. Yep. Yeah, Abby had a flower party that it was super we were fun, kind of gonna do together. <laughs> And yes. And Abby did it without because me. Because Danny got COVID. But we basically just had people who wanted to come pitch in. And I went out and bought a bunch of different kinds of flowers. And we made different arrangements and stuff. And it was... I was also going to let you know that I don't know if you knew this or not. Maybe you already did. But Whole Foods has a really good selection of fresh flowers oh. in in the type of... Like Trader Joe's. Does. Yes, like where it's like single types of flowers for three ninety nine, four ninety nine, five ninety nine. Huh. I've never gotten flowers there before. So, I've also only been to Whole Foods like twice in my life. So. Yes, that I've I've been there very very rarely and like probably only been inside the building two times before this time and I just don't think that's ever been at all on my yeah. mind. Yeah. But I walked in yesterday to. Buy one thing and use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You want to know the one thing? That I, I yeah, you're about being to? weird about it. So well, yes. I don't know why this happens to Chip and I, where like certain foods, we decide we care a lot about the ingredients in them, even though there's it, other. Foods I feel like that we're don't. only moderately like clean eater type people. Mm-hmm. You know, like we'll eat like Sour Patch Kids that are full. Of, like yeah, but. For whatever reason, we've decided when it comes to pickle products, we really hate that they add polysorbate and <laughs> yellow dye and things uh-huh. to them. Yeah. So for a while, you could get dill relish at Walmart that was, it didn't have yellow dye. It was dyed with turmeric, but I have they haven't had it the last several times I've gone. So every, I'm always torn i'm like standing there looking at the dill relish options like my kids really want dill relish to put in the chicken salad but i know chip really doesn't want this dill relish that has yellow dye in it (laughs) so then i just don't buy it and then we don't have it so it's like where can i get dill relish that will not have dye and polysorbate 80 in it whole foods has like organic non-dyed yeah 
Dilt relish. So you went and I have this gift card. I've had this gift card for Whole Foods. I know you have. For like I've years. known about this gift card. For years yes. and years. Yeah. Probably four years now. I've had a gift card. So Whole Foods is right by our science co-op. Oh. But every week that I go to science co-op, I'm teaching. So I need to get there and then I'm there the whole time and then I need to go and pick up my kids or do something where it's just never convenient to go run to Whole Foods even mm-hmm. though it's right there. But I never feel like I can buy Whole Foods like ever any other time. Mm-hmm. So we were at this birthday party after co-op yesterday at a park that had no bathroom. So after the birthday party, several of the kids really needed to use the bathroom and I really needed to use the bathroom. And the Whole Foods was literally like a quarter mile away. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. Now's going, my opportunity. We're going into Whole Foods. We're going to buy one thing and we're going to use the bathroom. So I, I say several kids, but it was really only four kids. It was <laughs> my two youngest, Titus and Archer, and then Cade, which is Abby's son, and Isaiah. So it's my two little kids and then my two kids that are not my kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I bring them in. We beeline for the bathroom we go use the bathroom and then i'm like okay follow me you guys have to come and i gave each of them two dill relishes to like carry up to the front and they're all kind of like (laughs) why are you buying eight things of dill relish so they already feel like it's weird we get up to the checkout line the guy in front of us is wearing an n95 mask oh but he's like the most overly friendly Super, like, he's an older guy, and he's, like, one of those guys who's, like, trying to make small talk with Mm -hmm. the kids. Yeah. But. The kids are, like. (laughs) Isaiah and Katie were so confused of what to say because he was clearly making comments. Could they understand him? Yes, but. He's clearly, like, saying, oh, "Oh, look at this group of boys. Like, look at your kids. Like, as though I'm their mom. Yeah. But it was like, what are you going to eat all that dill relish (laughs) with? And they're kind of like... We don't even know why we're holding the dill relish. (laughs) So then I like to say, like, oh, we like it in chicken salad. And he's like, oh, you guys, like, do you like chicken salad? And Isaiah's just like, um... And I'm like, it's okay. And he's like, you should try it on some hot dogs here. You're gonna, you're gonna tell her to make you some hot dogs. And Isaiah's like, uh, <laughs> how do I explain this? Is it my mom? I was like, this isn't actually my child. It's one of my friend's kids. But I'll give you a hot dog, Isaiah. I'll let you try that. And he's like, it was just yeah. really funny because the guy <laughs> was like, kept. Yeah. We kept trying to like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. And. Yeah, they were laughing. They were the kids were cracking up on the car. <laughs> I'm like, sure. So. so you, in the midst to that, you saw flowers. Yes, when I walked in, I saw all these flowers, and I was like, "Oh, this is another place we could come to get flowers. They're actually decent prices, and they look really nice." And that's good because we're having another flower party for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing I found at Whole Foods that I wasn't planning to get, but I bought because. They had almond milk eggnog. Oh. Sprouts had it a few years ago. Yeah. And then the last couple of years. And you tried it like you liked it? Yes. But the last couple of years when I've gone specifically to get it, they haven't had it. 
Hmm. And it's been really disappointing. Yeah. So I just bought eggnog for Thanksgiving and was sad trying to decide if I was going to have some. I don't have, I don't typically drink or eat dairy for, that's why, for people who don't know that. (laughs) Oh yeah, we're podcasting. (laughs) Um, So I saw that and I was like, yay, I can have eggnog now. It's definitely not the same, like, thick and creaminess. Yeah. But. It's good. Still tastes good. So. Non-dairy eggnog and eight things of dill relish. All right. So you had COVID. I had COVID. I had a flower party. That's all we've gotten to. Yep. Um, Your whole family got it. Well, we don't know if Riken ever got it. True. Archer. There were a couple kids that never really had any symptoms and were not. I really don't know. Yeah. They to- totally could have gotten it and yeah. just not had symptoms. But the majority of our kids had clear symptoms mm-hmm. of coughing and feeling run down and not feeling good. Um, I definitely got it the worst. I got it. I think one of my other kids got it before me. But. I got it before Chip, and he took horse paste. No, he didn't actually really take horse paste, but he took ivermectin, starting before he got any symptoms. So I don't know if it worked or not, but it, he didn't get as sick as I did, and he didn't get as sick for as long as I did. Mm-hmm. So whether it worked or not, we're thankful that he was not as sick yeah. as me. I was pretty much almost fully in bed for close to two weeks mm-hmm. like a couple of days I tried to get out of bed for an hour and a half to have lunch at the table and rinse some dishes and it would set me back and I'd be back in bed 100% of the time the next day and I still have congestion in my throat and I don't know yeah but so it's been three and a half weeks since I first got got it. But we're pretty much better now. Yep. Back to life. Um, and you, how old is your baby now? I don't know. <laughs> August, September, October. He's, He's three, three and a ma- half yeah. months. Some ladies at the birthday party today were like, there was like two other women there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. The one with the baby? They bo- both had babies. Okay. And oh, the blonde one with the baby. Yeah. It was a little ba- little yes. baby. Yeah. And I like, like, so, what's your guys' names? And they like tell me and I'm like, how old's your baby? And like, well, lady's like, 12 weeks. And I'm like, oh. And then the other lady's like, 16 weeks. And I'm like, how old's yours? I'm like, well, I can't give it to you in weeks, but I, it's around three months. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, Somewhere, what? I'm like, like can you I tell like me count- what your baby's birthdays were? I literally, I'm like, so they were born in, <laughs> um, but I'm like, I, July I count. July and August, but. Yeah, right I'm like, I August. count weeks until like eight weeks and then it's months. Like. I don't even know. If I, I, I don't even know if I do that anymore. I feel like I definitely like did three that weeks with- versus six, like six week is a good milestone. Like. I just feel like those weeks in the first eight weeks 
make a huge difference. But after eight yes. weeks, I don't count weeks. Right, but I'm saying I don't even know if I make it to eight weeks before I... So yeah. I might make it to a month, and then it's like one month, two months. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, man, this is... It's like a pop quiz I was not prepared for at all. Yeah, well... So anyway, yes, he's three and a half months, and he's doing great. He really is such a great baby. Yep. He's so growing well, eating well, sleeping well. Yep. Has he started trying to like do any rolling or anything? Yet? Not really. We've been doing more intentional tubby time with him, but he did, he he lasts for like a few minutes and then he screams. He doesn't love it. But he's, do any babies ever love? No, him? but he's been laughing a lot more, and that's really cute. That is cute. <laughs> There's a kid playing with a teacup outside the door. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going pretty well. I've now had two cycles. Postpartum, for sure. I mean, I had some weird. You had some weird spotty knee issues. Things in the beginning, but... But that was probably more yes. normal. So this is definitely different for me because I normally don't get my cycle back until 10, ten. months or so. Um, but this time, obviously, without nursing, it has come back sooner. So that's fun. So the biggest... Not difficulty, but one of the things that's kind of you're you're mentally working through and dealing with with your cycle being back and the possibility of being pregnant sooner and things is that you've also been trying to do workups and testing and go to doctor's appointments regarding the gastric. Yes, I think symptoms. I know we talked about. My hospital trips in May and June. When you were pregnant. When I was pregnant this last May and June. And talked about the fact that they were recurring. And yes. So I've had these like attacks, we call them, for the last like five years. And they happen super randomly, but they happen... Sometimes during pregnancy, but sometimes not. Yes. And they happen multiple times in a year, but not... I usually get like a few clusters usually together. It's like... Once or twice of the clusters. Yes, but usually there's like three in a month, and then I go months without having right any. So that's why I was I was went to the hospital for three times around May, May and June. June after Danny's whole hospital yes. trips, um, and they d- couldn't really do anything for me because I was pregnant. They didn't really know what was going on, so I had scheduled a follow up. I went and see, saw a GI doctor while I was pregnant just to, like, figure out a plan of what we were going to do to try to figure this out. And then I had a upper endoscopy and a colonoscopy done when Bo was, like, four weeks old. Like, young. Yes. Um, That was all fine. And so then I had a, what's called a HIDA scan, which checks the function of how well your gallbladder's functioning, not just is, is there stones. Doesn't do it like an ultrasound usually just looks for if there's gallstones. Yes, that but are... this checks like, it's like a percentage they're looking for at like the rate in which it's squeezing when you eat, essentially. Right. So, had that done, 
found out I was barely abnormal, um, but still technically abnormal. And interestingly, when they gave you like the drink to drink to during drink the test while they're gonna watch or whatever. Yes, I started to feel the pain I feel when I get start to get an attack. So um, not that that is a for sure indicator, but it definitely yes has some. Yeah, so my GI doctor just referred me right to a surgeon. I met with that surgeon on Monday of this week, and he basically said this, like, you could write a textbook for how much... He's seen... My How I'm describing these attacks sound exactly like gallbladder attacks. And how much he's seen even people slightly outside the normal range. He's seen... He said that he's taken gallbladders out for people who have normal HIDA scans, normal ultrasounds, normal everything, but they just fit the symptom-wise. And he's like, I take their gallbladders out too, and that, like, helps. And so... Anyway, he basically said he really thinks it's my gallbladder and he really thinks I need to get it out. And I kind of said, well, you know, it's the tricky part is like the window of time I usually have to like do any sort of medical tests or medical anything before I'm pregnant again is... It's usually not very much, but this time it feels... Like, it could, you have no idea. I mean, right, right. You could end up having your farthest apart space Absolutely. kids, but you, For don't, sure. but you don't usually even have a cycle back this close. Right. So the fact that you know you're ovulating and you know you're fertile and... Yes, it makes it just feel like, yeah. And, and he said, like, no one's going to do this surgery when you're pregnant. And so if you get pregnant, then you just have to wait throughout the whole pregnancy. And so... Um, we had plant that was on Monday and we, Tim and I talked about it and prayed about it and decided that that is probably what we should do. But also you've been praying very That God would close the door and. If that's not what you're supposed to do. So far they've just not been calling me back to schedule. It's now Friday and I don't know. So you're continuing to pray that yeah. God will just lead and. Yes. But getting my, my second cycle today made that even more like because more yes like I'm not pregnant this cycle for sure so at least I know that that's not going to close the door for right now at least and so yeah we're just praying about that and trying to decide if that's the direction the Lord wants us to go and yeah so that's an update on that part of my... On that part of your body. Mm-hmm. You've got other... Yeah, my foot's kind of struggling. It's at a weird place of... It's improved a lot pain-wise, but I'm... There's other, like, nerve stuff that is happening that's really concerning my physical therapist, and so I'm just kind of at a place of... Not, Still waiting through. Yeah, like, not really sure what's going to happen. And what your options even are. Yeah. And who you should even see about it and yep. all of that. So I'm And then go- your knee. My You've been knee. working out. So now your knee that you've had surgery on. Seven times. Seven. Yes. I tell you I went to the knee doctor this week too. I knew. It was just like, I felt like. I knew you were, you had a plan to. Yeah, well, I went to saw him, see, see him on Tuesday. Okay, so what happened there? He did, said, did you tell me this or no? no, I don't think so. 
he walked in and was like, well, based on your history, I was fully expecting to come in here and have a really hard conversation with you and tell you that you need a knee replacement. He's like, but when I saw your x-ray, he's like, it really doesn't look that bad. And I was like, oh, okay, well... Great, because I was not prepared at all Could for you, you to tell me. Imagine? <laughs> no, I was like, good thing I didn't even realize that was an option. That that was even like on the table. And he's like, yeah, so I'm relieved. And I'm like, good. He's like, he's like, you're going to need a knee replacement, though. Like, just know that. Like, he's like, you can prepare yourself. Maybe you don't need yeah. it when you're. He's like, you're going to need one. And you should. Early 30s, but bye. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing for working out? And I was like, well, I'm like lifting weights and things. And he's like, you should never run never run and never do deep squats and I'm like okay well and he's like but I think you can just do some more physical therapy and like on your knee and take some of these drugs that did you ask him what type of like cardio type of exercise like it's fine for you to go on walks yes it's fine for you to swim yeah he just said is the bike fine yeah i'm assuming he didn't he just said not to run i get running is such a different amount of impact yes for sure i mean let's face it you've never tried to run in the last several years so i don't think that's like no i remember i bought tennis shoes to try and do a marathon and <laughs> didn't. When but, was that? Must have been like way before we were friends. No, it was like <laughs> four or five years ago. It didn't go well because I hurt my knee. Right. Okay. And didn't do the marathon. Did you even train? I started like to. a mile. Or... No, that's not how far it went. So I've already learned that I can't run. But. Yes. So, it just has felt like a, my body's falling apart week, but I've still been going to the, to physical therapy twice a week and the gym the other days and... and physical therapy has kind of turned it into It has turned gym. into... I know, I told Tim this. I'm like, I think this week I feel so exhausted because it used to be like physical therapy twice a week were my days of like just picking up marbles with my toes and putting them in, but now she's turned it into like, I really think you do well with like needing like it just seems like you do better when you are really active and she's like so the whole time we're just going to try to keep your heart rate up we're going to like do two different exercises then you're going to run to the elliptical do as fast as you can for two minutes and then we'll do two more and then you're going to run back and do and i'm like oh i was not prepared for the level of this is my rest day yeah so that has turned into a little bit more intense of a working out time but and it is almost Thanksgiving. I can't believe it. Sir, we won't have another episode before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Next week, Thanksgiving. All right. What are you making? I know you're doing something different with your rolls. I am. I'm making this like pull apart biscuity, but it's not bis. It's rolls. It's it's really confusing because the recipe <laughs> is called like. It's called like grandma's monkey bread, but I feel like everyone thinks of monkey bread as being the cinnamon sugar yes, pull apart sure. yes. dessert. But this is not that. This is literally just, it reminds me from the pictures, I haven't actually made it to know if this is what it's going to taste like, but it reminds me of the like grand's flaky layer biscuits mm-hmm. that you get out of the can that feel more like bread dough than like biscuits. 
There's like biscuits that are like shortening base. I mean, I still make them with butter and not shortening, but that are like, they rise with baking powder and they're mm-hmm. not like yeasty. Yeah. But it feels like the, the Pillsbury one or Grands or what, yeah, yeah, it's Pillsbury. That they're like more yeasty dough yeah. that is. Um, so this is like a yeast dough and you roll it out thin and you cut a bunch of circles and you dip them in butter and you layer them in a bunch pan and you bake I might it need to run over apart. just to sample this yeah. to like know what it tastes like, but So that's what I'm planning to do. What are you are you making the pies? I'm making I, I haven't my sister in law is making a lot of the pies. Okay. Um I might make a couple of pies. But she's probably going to make the most pies. Okay. And so my sister is bringing a few things and my sister-in-law is bringing a few things and bringing the pies. And we, Chip is smoking brisket for our family and for your family Mm -hmm. and for the Johnsons. Um, So that will hopefully be delicious. Yep. And he just told me that he really does want us to have turkey, so. Oh. He just wants turkey breast, but I feel like the majority of people who like turkey like dark meat, or at least half of people. feels weird to just have a turkey breast. Yeah. If we're going to have turkey. Just get a small turkey. And... Exactly. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that now. Do mashed potatoes. Do some mixed, like a roasted vegetable blend. Like beets and asparagus and green beans and onions and mm-hmm. squash and um, I think we're gonna also just have like a veggie tray for the kids. I feel like my kids definitely eat the most vegetables if they can just eat raw carrots and yeah baby tomatoes and so we're gonna have that and my mother in law's making stuffing, sister in law. Chip's sister is making sweet potato casserole. It's so it's like called like sweet potato crunch or something. Mm-hmm. It's basically like tons of butter and sugar mm-hmm. mixed into mashed sweet potatoes, then with like a crumble pecan brown sugar topping on it. It sounds exactly like what my mom makes. I love it. But I it's don't. like you don't? Well, I don't really like sweet potatoes to start with. And then adding that much sugar to it, I'm like, I'd rather just eat pie. Like, uh, I like it way better than pumpkin pie. I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan. Mm, so no. this sweet potato stuff, I it's got milk in it. So I'm always like, I'm just going to have a little bit. And then I always eat. take more and more. And um, My other sister-in-law is making a green bean casserole. So. That sounds good. Having... Yeah, my sister's making, every year she makes a cheese ball with crackers. It's really good. And then she also makes this cranberry jalapeno salsa that you pour over a block of Mm -hmm. cream cheese Mm -hmm. and eat that with crackers. And so she's making that. That's always really good. Uh, I think my sister-in-law is also making deviled eggs. Oh, these are this is just giving me some ideas that I need to make. We always notes. have like, like we'll also have like 
pickles and like like the little baby dill pickles and mm-hmm. olives and stuff out. So we always have like hors d'oeuvre things just out. Yeah. As people are hanging out before and after the meal. Yeah. And then. So, yeah. We're having my sister and my brother. Their families are both coming up from Tucson. And then my sister-in-law and uh, Chip's parents live here. His sister is actually leaving to go out of town at like. She's like, I think her flight is at like. 6.30 or something What like time are that. you doing Thanksgiving? So we're eating at 2. Okay. So that she can eat and then go to the airport. She's going to a friend's wedding. So. That's fun. Yeah. So all of Tim's family is coming. Not all. Some of Tim's family is flying in. His parents. Two aunts and uncles and a couple cousins. Yep. Are flying in. They We hosted last year for the first time. And they all flew in, and it was really, really awesome because normally we don't really see them for Thanksgiving or really any of the holidays. Um, they all you live in the used Midwest. To see them for Thanksgiving more. We it just kind of worked out a couple, like maybe two times in the, since we've moved out here nine years ago. Okay. Um, where we just happened to wor- work out for that, but yeah. um, yeah, now it's just, I mean. Traveling with seven kids over Thanksgiving Especially to the Midwest. Time, right, to that time of year is, is just, just not, you don't really want to drive and it's the weather. It's just, yeah. So, thankfully, they've all loved it and they don't love hosting. And so I do and I like cooking and I like hosting things. And so it feels like they're all at a stage two where it's easier for them to come. Yes, for sure. So, they all feel like they're putting me out, and I'm like, praise the Lord. I just love that everyone's coming here, so I'm looking forward to that. Tim's parents get in, like, super late on Monday, really, like, midnight. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the family come on Tuesday and Wednesday. So we're just kind of getting the house ready and getting prepared for that, and that'll be so you're for sure having brisket and turkey. Having brisket, bought a turkey too. Mashed potatoes? Mashed potatoes and cheesy potatoes. Oh. Because my mom's bringing cheesy potatoes. Um, magic corn. Magic corn is great. It's like corn on the cob, grilled. Oh, we need to use your grill. Slash my girl that's at your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, corn on the cob that's grilled with basil, garlic, parmesan, and butter. And then you like cut it off after it's grilled and mix more of that stuff in. And it is so good. Um, Do you feel like you're really able to find good corn on the cob at Thanksgiving time? Last time, normally, last Thanksgiving, I just bought frozen corn. Uh Uh-huh. And so it wasn't grilled. We just cooked corn and then mixed it. Right. That's the only magic corn I've ever had that you've always just made it that way. Tim's dad really likes it to be corn on the cob grilled. I I would agree with that if... It was good corn on the cob. Yes. I just feel like this time of year, I do not have good success with good corn on the cob. And I feel like the frozen corn from... Especially the one when we could get it from Costco. Yeah. Is so sweet and so good. Normal frozen corn is just... Yeah. Meh. I don't know if they have it right now, though. I don't either. I don't know that I've seen it in a while. Yeah. I was just curious if it was, like, something you usually make at Thanksgiving and... In the Midwest, 
and he usually buys corn on the cob, but I don't know if they have a better supply of corn on the cob there than we do. Not this time of year. Yeah. This time of year, it's like out of corn season, so I was curious why it's a Thanksgiving food. Feels like a 4th of July food, because yeah. that's when... Yeah. Or like sometimes... Yes, sure. Yeah. Labor Day. Yeah. Labor Day food. Hook Just up. the time we get together. and Yeah. Okay. Then we're doing green beans and bacon and broccoli salad and then um who likes the broccoli salad no broccoli and a salad okay <laughs> not I was broccoli like, salad you do not strike me as a no type of person. i want really i'm just like trying to have, have options for myself that, that I can fill up on veggies and not be, like, needing to eat as many of the- I'll still eat other things and enjoy the day, but I'm trying to be more strict with my diet, and so I want to be able to fill up on vegetables that are my favorite, so I'm for sure. picking all of these out of selfishness. Yes, and- that's why, I, though, I was surprised yes. because I thought you said broccoli salad, no. and I was like, it's going to be a salad. Broccoli salad does not And sound. just broccoli. Okay. Maybe I'll put some Parmesan on it or something, but... <laughs> Um, then Jello for the kids, and I haven't decided if I'm doing rolls or if I'm doing chala. What type of Jello are you doing? Well, normally it's orange Jello, but that's only for like one person in the family who likes it, and no one else does. And so, I asked if I could pick the flavor based on my kids' favorite. Right, but how are you making it? You making like Jello jigglers, or are you making like? Jello, you have to scoop out. Are you making like Jello with fruit in it? Are you making like, there's like lots of ways you can make Jello. So I am making Jello in a bowl that you'll scoop out no fruit in it. Okay. Because it's like for the kids in my. I mind. know my kids. My would kids much rather like Jello jigglers than what like shaped things. I don't. What are I'm, Jello jigglers? Jello, like when it's much more firm and you can like pick it up and it's like, like firm Jello. There's like jello that is like not firm that you it, it. Have you made jello? Yes. Okay. But I don't have a clue the difference that we're I feel like we're saying the same thing. Well, but I don't know. Okay, there's jello you can like cut into squares and like pick them up and eat them with your hands. And how do you make that versus the other kind? Less water. Okay. Or there's jello that you have to like use a spoon to like spoon out, and you have to pretty much use a spoon to eat it because it's like okay. not like solid enough to like pick it. I mean, you can pick it with your hands, but it's gonna be messy all over your hands. Okay. Well, maybe I'll try jello jigglers. I don't surprised. know. I've never. We would. So, like, if you are really fun and really cool, you do cut them out with cookie cutters and you can like do shapes. See, I. When Cade and Grayson were little, I bought this, like, jello kit that had, like, molds. And we, like, made dinosaur mm-hmm. jello things from them. Okay, well, that's like, feels way too intense. But you yes. can just make more firm jello that you can just, you can use cookie cutters. Or, if you're really lazy, like I am, you just cut it into squares. But yeah. you still actually can pick it up. Yeah, you've sold me. If all I have to do is put less water in it, yeah. So you my might kids have to. So you might have to buy more packages of Jello for the ratio. I already feel like I bought two 
big packages and that feels okay. like plenty. That will probably make like a nine by thirteen pan or something. Yeah, like that's that. plenty for the right. other people. So So Okay. I would All definitely right. look up that right. recipe because the kids like it way more and it's My kids love the jello in general as long as it doesn't have fruit in it. But yeah. All right, I'll try it, and I'll do the nine by th- the cookie cutters sound fun, but then you're wasting a good amount of it. You just eat it when you <laughs> cut them out. Well, we'll see. But um, stay tuned to find my out. My brother loves that that specific type of Jello so much that we made that like like Jello that you pick up for his rehearsal dinner for his wedding for like a wow. hundred and twenty people or oh. something. We made like massive, massive pans of Jello. Wow, so. I don't think besides that one time I made them in the molds, mm-hmm. I've ever done it like that. Yeah, well, I think it's way better. My kids think it's way better. It's gonna be a fun surprise for my kids. Yeah, I would. Or they'll hate it. We'll it. see. <laughs> Your kids are weird enough that I don't think that they would with this. They like like gummies and yes, stuff, yeah. right? So it's not They're that gonna like thick, it. but. Yeah. Oh, but I'm trying to decide between rolls or challah bread. Mm. Because challah, I feel like I can just do in my sleep. It's so easy and, and it's pretty. But still mulling that one over. Yeah. Let's do it. Hmm. And pies? Yeah, I am making the Mima's pie recipe. Okay, it's like that a, one. It's like a. It's like a dairy filled coconut, pecan, caramely chocolate thing. Frozen. It's frozen. A frozen pie. Yeah. I'm going to make that one. And then, you know, I just hadn't decided if I was going to make the other ones or if I was just going to get them from Sprouts. Because remember how good the Sprouts pies were? Well, no. I mean, yes. Compared to any other store-bought pie I've ever had, Yes. Compared okay, to but, homemade pie? Right, but mm. I'm not a good pie maker, I would not say. So, it just feels like... Maybe I need to make you your pies. Well... It makes me feel sad for people on the I like pie. ...who are having... I know, but no one, is a, no one is a good pie maker. So, mm. I feel like you've had great... You have great family who makes great pies. I do not. So... Yeah. It just... Does make it harder. Yeah. And I mean I guess I could just get the like pre made shell like pie crust pie crusts and make that. Because that's I feel like that's the hard part to do well. I can me. make your pie crust and just you can put that in the freezer. Can okay, I need some pie pans too? Because I only have two pie pans. <laughs> I think I borrowed some of your pie pans last year when I made pies. Probably. I think I have like eight of them or something. Yes. Um, well, I'm not making any promises, but it's very tempting because I feel like I have a place in my heart for pies, pie on Thanksgiving. Well, you just make me the crust. You don't even have to make me the pies. I was talking to a friend today and I didn't realize that she's helping with this like adoption fundraiser Uh sale. So it's like a bake sale. We're talking about Thanksgiving and she's like. I haven't even really thought about, like, my full menu. I just... She's already told me, like, I'm like, who are you having come over? And she's like, we're having our neighbors come over, and then we're having this other family come over. So it feels like there's going to be about, like, 
12 to 15 people mm-hmm. total or something like that. And she's like, yeah, I just have to figure out. Really, my main focus first is like making my 15 pies. And I'm like, oh, what kind of pies are you making? Because I'm very much thinking she's just meaning in the context of Thanksgiving yes, still. right, So right. I'm like, you, like, thinking. You're making one pie <laughs> per person? I'm like, is that, like, all your Thanksgiving dinner is going to, like, I'm always tempted to do that. Yeah. Like, just have only pie and not the meal. Yeah. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm making this for something different. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, I just need to get my 15 pies made first. I'm like, wow. It's a lot of pie. So, huh? What's your favorite pie? I can't remember. Hmm. Depends. Is it store bought or is it your mom's? My mom's. Probably. It's such a hard. It decision. is. I would probably say the strawberry rhubarb or the pecan or pumpkin. I love pumpkin too. So <laughs> they're all so good. Yeah. And the cherry rhubarb. Yes. Yes. And the blueberry cherry. Yeah, that's really good. Too. When when you make a cherry pie, though, and you don't have cherries from your grandpa's farm... Then you don't make cherry pie. Okay, that was my question. Then you might as well just go buy it from Sprouts. Because a cherry pie filling... Somebody did tell me where you can get sour, like a sour cherry blend. It might have been Whole Foods. Whole Foods? I'm not surprising sure. Surprising you. I'd have to look. I'd have to, I'm trying to remember who that even was. It wasn't even just sour cherries. It just was a cherry blend that has sour cherries in it. But that's really the key. That's the hard thing to find is to find. So if you just buy canned pie filling, Mm -hmm. it's just not very good. Mm -hmm. And looking, trying to find frozen pie cherries. You can find frozen like dark sweet cherries, but that's not the type you want in pies. You want like a... A tart oh, okay. pie cherry. They're mm-hmm. like bright red and they're really sour. But you mix some sugar into it mm-hmm. and some like flour to thicken it. And um, that's like what makes it yeah. a really good cherry pie. Yeah. And so it's they're just hard to find here. I don't know. Hmm. Well. So I might have some I could share with you. Oh, we're really up in the ante. I think it's not like... Anything set in stone, maybe I shouldn't even say this in public, but I don't think it really matters. But I think, hopefully, that my cousin eventually is going to be buying my grandpa's house, which is where the cherry trees are. Oh. And I know she would still share cherries with us when we go and pick cherries. So that's exciting to think that it will. Yes. Okay, we're really hoping and praying that it all works out to keep it in the family. And, yeah. Um, so they're working on sorting through all yeah. the things and, you know, the whole process. But so what else? Anything? Oh, we just taught our first birth class. Yes. This is. Such a... (laughs) Stretching us outside of our comfort zone a little bit. I mean, why we didn't record last week was we sat in this room, we had the microphone pulled up, everything was plugged in, 
and we were like ready to hit record. We might have even prayed for the episode. I don't know if we got that far. Okay. Well, it was like we were about to record and I just was like, you know what? No, I don't know if I can do the birth class. It just is so, pushing me so far out of my comfort zone. It totally caught me off guard because, because I've been every the one, previous conversation we've had up to that point. I've been the like, we can totally do this. This is such a great idea. I'm like gung-ho. I'm the one that's like, Danny, and we I'm need to do this. And I'm asking all these questions like, but what about And I'm like, this? no, and it's fine. I'm just fine. feeling unsure. And I've been like team birth class for a year, like a long time. She's been waiting on me. Yes. And, and so, so all I of a sudden, we agreed to it. We made the event. We're now. It was four birth. four days away from yes. it, and neither of us Abby have done anything. Has and I didn't know Abby hadn't done anything on it yet because I was in bed with COVID and we really. It was the weirdest time because we were hardly even talking at all. Yes, we weren't talking on the phone at all. We were hardly texting yes. at all. We were texting enough every day for her to be like, "How are you?" and me be like. Dying. I'm coughing a lot. Do you want dinner? Like, it was just a very, like, and here's your meal. Goodbye. Yes. So, so I'm knowing Abby's claims and what I've witnessed in the past (laughs) is that usually once there is a plan in place, she likes to be really on top of things and get things done. And I know For example, my first college semester... I finished the entire syllabus in all of my classes before Thanksgiving, like all of my, right. all of my work. Right. Ahead of time. Right. Just to and like. I, and I know that, that I've had some amount of, okay, I don't think it's fair to say it's just been me that's had some amount of bad influence on you. I think also your circumstances in life. Yeah. And having seven totally. kids. But I mean, still to this day, like. When Abby is planning a trip and, like, going out of town, she has her suitcases out, like, <laughs> yes. at, at least a week ahead of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she's packing things, like, sorry, kids, that you have no clothes to wear because they're all packed in the suitcases yeah. and you mm-hmm. don't get to wear clothes now. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm I, the one who's, like, it's, yes. like... 3 o'clock in the morning and we're leaving at, like, 7 a.m. And I'm, like, I can't find half of the stuff right now (laughs) that I just made at two o'clock in the morning. Like I'm the worst procrastinator and Abby is the like over prepared. Yes. So keeping in mind that we've now, we made the plan to have the birth class. We made the event before I got sick with COVID. Mm -hmm. So, and I mean, really this was like rescheduling us trying to make, do this class back in April. Like we rescheduled it so many times. And so, in my mind, as I'm laying in bed with COVID, not Thank working, God, Abby's working on, not working on it, and almost like wishing maybe I could start working on it for once, but being like, I just can't even formulate thoughts that would, I can't like type things up right now. I can't, I hardly am even texting people, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to work on the birth class, but I'm still at least like thinking, and you were thinking about it too, but I'm in bed imagining Abby like jotting down notes and organizing her thoughts mm-hmm. and getting everything ready. So when <laughs> when we sit down four days before the birth class and she 
totally has like a massive crisis meltdown yes. where she's like, we should never have said we were doing this. This is the dumbest. And I'm like, oh. You just kept going, <gasps> okay. Um, okay. Well, but I think I also would laugh in yeah. between. Like, I, I was amused by it, but also in a like, huh. We did come to find out. Roll reversal. I would say what my problem is. Yes. Which I think we've nailed down to. It so I think took the entire time. That's why we didn't record is because it took trying to figure out what my problem was. And I, and we've discovered this in other areas of my life, mm-hmm. is apparently I'm not good at taking a lot of options, options and consolidating them. Which Narr- I, like she's I, not good at making an outline. She's not good at making a plan. The, the like, yes. initial plan. Yes. But once the plan is, like... Do you feel like that's stressful for you with things like packing for a trip and stuff? Like, making the initial list? Yes. Oh, yes. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Which is why I do it so ahead of time is because it just takes so long. And, yeah. So, but we had never really taken the time to, to think through and figure out that that's the part she gets held up on. Right. And she just assumed that if that's the part that's hard for her and that's, that's the, the part, part that's she gets held up Danny. on, that that's the part that's hard for me, which that's not the part <laughs> that's hard. That's, that's the easy part for me. For me, making the list, getting that part done, getting the yeah. outline done is like, oh, I can do that in 20 minutes. But no. it's the fulfilling Yeah, you like afterwards. left that night and like 20 minutes later, nursing Paxson to sleep on your phone, just like typed up like a rough outline of like what we should say. I was say like, that... hopefully this will be helpful. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like took it you. and yeah. that I like made my entire class and it was fine. But I'm like, definitely. So apparently. Thankfully no. we worked through that kink and hopefully going forward as we write the next ones of our birth classes. I need Danny to give me the outline like yesterday. Yeah. So because apparently some people are really good at doing that. So others are not. The struggle is going to be me actually doing it as early as I want it done. As Abby wants it done, but it'll all work out. Yeah. So we started our birth class. We're doing one a month for the next four months. Um, Five total. We did one yes. and then we'll do four more. The first one was just kind of like an introduction, Christian worldview and birth when it comes philosophies. to birth. Yes. And then we'll go through some of the other topics and the other ones and... I'd say we very admittedly are using a framework based off of what our friend who also teaches a birth class does. Mm-hmm. We, we've always... She taught the class at my house for, I think, like three years. Yeah. And she's gotten an office space since then and... Um, I don't know, it's just worked out that she's doing her class at another location, but we still appreciated the information that she shares and um, kind of the the class subject matter. Yes, that we think it's had. important. And- so we're, our first class will be on nutrition and pregnancy and then postpartum care time. Yes, and we think it's important to start the process of discussing the postpartum time early usually that's a class that is at like the end um when you're further in pregnancy but that always ends up being a time where like people are 
it's hard to come up with a good plan when you're already far into your pregnancy. Right. For postpartum. So we just want people to start thinking about it now. Start having conversations. And um, so that's the first one. Nutrition and postpartum. Second one is... On the... Hormones. The physiology of labor, the hormones, and the process that has to happen with your body and baby and... Yes. And prodromal labor. We're going to talk some about that. Yes. In that class. Then the next one is comfort measures and labor positions. And And I also have added your birth support team talking about that. Um, Just, I feel like it's really important to, to... it's so easy to think, oh, and I want this person there, and I want this person mm-hmm. there. Um, but I think it's so important to really think it through. And it's difficult because you don't, when you have people you're close with or whatever, like, like there are people that you think, like, I would, I would want them there, but then in the context of what it ends up being, like, yeah. maybe they aren't the best person to have there. Right. Or maybe there's a job that you really want them to do that yeah um and being able to have those conversations with people and leave it open-ended for like yes. maybe i'll call you and maybe i won't and yeah um you know i think it's just something that so many people haven't ever like they don't take the time to yeah to think through or to allow that space of Maybe not making decisions ahead of time. Right. And not feeling obligated. Like, it's not just because it's not someone... the same to invite someone to your birth as it is to be like a bridesmaid in your wedding. Yeah. Like, they're. Yes. There's reasons. Yes. <laughs> and it's not just because someone holds a certain title in your life, like sister or mother, doesn't mean that would actually always be a great idea to have them there. Right. It just depends. And sometimes. Just the circumstances. Like, I feel like I would have loved to have you at Archer's birth, but my labor with him was literally an hour long, and it was crazy, and yeah. it was literally, it wasn't even a thing of, like, where I had even the mental capacity to think about if I was or wasn't calling you. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't even a thing where... And that was I the like, first birth that it was even... That was my even, first home birth. Yeah, and, it was the first birth that it was like, we've even, we're really friends, that we even talked about me at coming. Right. So it also felt like, it's not like I had always been at a bunch of births and it just was normal, you Right, know? but it, it definitely was something that leading up to it, yes. I I really thought, when I go into labor, I'll let Abby know and she'll come over. But what I didn't expect was that I was going to like, yeah. go into full-blown transition yeah to having him in an hour and four minutes yeah and it just really does change the circumstances when Mm -hmm. you're trying to get the birth tub filled you're trying to call the midwife and yeah like I mean I was so quickly into the point where you can't even communicate and you can't even think about anything else that it's like I wasn't even aware oh I had no time to be making those decisions Mm -hmm. it was just like uh, my baby's being born and so those are good things to though know like you weren't offended because you know how birth can be and yeah but I feel like some people would be really offended even if it wasn't Mm -hmm. intentional right to like have said I might call you and then not call yeah them so anyway 
Locke's class is on uh, third stage. We're going to examine some placentas. Placentas. And talk about that. So. One of my favorites. Yeah. So that one will be in March. That will be March. Yep. <clears throat> then I'm having a baby in April. Then maybe we'll start it over again a little while after that. Yeah. We'll, we'll have see. to just see how things are going and when we start the next round after that. Yeah. But I don't know. That's kind of summary of our life right now. Yeah. I keep thinking every week that we'll start being really regimented and get all of our school stuff in and be productive. And then the new week starts and I'm like, not going to be this week. (laughs) Yeah. This week was full of like a bunch of birthday parties and yes, it was weird stuff. And then next week is Thanksgiving now. And it's Deke's birthday the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we're finally celebrating Archer's birthday the day before that, which has been a long time coming. Yeah. This was our, we allow our kids to have birthday parties when they're six and our newly turned six year old didn't really want to have any friends at a birthday party. Mm -hmm. So he asked if we could just go to Chuck E. Cheese as a family instead. So we said, sure, but that was two months ago. (laughs) So we're finally figuring out a time that we can go to Chuck E. Cheese. And so it's actually going to be really fun because I hadn't decided for sure if we were going to bring our kids to our anatomy ultrasound or not, but we decided we're going to bring them. And then just go to Chuck E. Cheese right after that. So Yay, Tuesday be will fun. be a really fun day. And then Wednesday is Deke's birthday. And Thursday is Thanksgiving. And then Saturday we have family pictures. And just a full week. I feel like we're going to have into a... Advent. I know. We haven't even talked about, I guess maybe we can get an Advent episode in. And we've talked about it in the past. Yeah. If you're curious about Advent, go look in our archives are are super organized you'll find it right away you'll find it somewhere in the november you might have to listen to like 47 episodes no because they can figure it out by the time of year i'm not saying that they'll be able to find it by the title hurry we have three minutes what's do you have a are we doing it are we gonna talk about it in the next episode advent yeah i think so. do we have another one before advent yeah like right like yeah like the day before advent sundays start okay the first advent Sunday is the 28th. Yeah, so I don't know if we'll be recording, though, before then. Well, true. So. Will you not record on the Friday after Thanksgiving? Well, all Tim's family is still here, so no. All of them are? Yeah. It's like the last well, night, so. Maybe you'll want to get away from all of them. <laughs> I think we're all going out to dinner, so. Okay, well, sorry. Maybe, who knows? We'll maybe see. we'll do our first, maybe we'll do our Advent episode after Advent's already begun, and that will be fine, too. Yep. Okay, well, we'll talk to you sometime. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.